Hi there. Welcome to the Laura Horn Art Podcast. I'd love for you to grab a cup of tea and join us for a chat about all things creative. Hey Laura, how are you going? I'm really good. So we're in the midst of February and we just had a conversation the other night about how things can change. Yeah, it's very much, it's always moving and evolving. I guess the best plans are ones that adapt. We're just looking at things and what we decided to make sure that we kept and stuff that we just decided to let go of. You know, you start your year with big ideas and you tend to take on more than what you can handle. It's you just, just say yes to everything. You're enthusiastic yeah. and, and, and that's what happens. And, and we, we kind of knew that too. So we did our planning in January and then we blinked and January was oh. over. And we started to get a sense of how long things do take for us to create and what's important. And now it's a good time because it's only February. It's a good time to kind of reassess. It might seem early, but I think really looking at where you're at every month is probably a good practice. Yeah, absolutely. So I thought that we could do a podcast on finding your focus. Like it's a little bit about overcoming overwhelm as well. So if you're starting to feel like you're already chasing your tail, um, maybe you, you know, oh, I was going to do this and that hasn't happened. It's about accepting that, that that's going to happen and then looking at how you can clear the path a little bit and really hone in on the things that are important to you. Letting go of some things is almost as important as doing some things. Yeah, I love that. I really like that observation because we spend so much time writing to-do lists. But the act of letting things go in business and in life as well is liberating and hugely important. And maybe we don't spend enough time thinking about what can we let go of. So... We're going to chat about it. And I think you're going to ask me the hard questions this week, aren't you? We're talking about letting things go. And we're also talking about must-do things. So by letting things go, you're creating more room for your must-dos. But like everything else in life, there's always a middle ground. So rather than letting stuff go completely, you're going to like park it somewhere. You're going to make sure we'll do that later. So there's room for more stuff to do. Yeah, so the idea I had around this was really three potent questions to ask yourself. What can I let go of? Yep. What can I park for later? And what is a a must-do? Like, what is something that I feel really excited about and it's a big, fat, juicy, yes, we're doing this? See, that's the easy question to answer. So maybe we should start with that. (laughs) We do it back to front. (laughs) Go back to front. Because it would be so much easier to say, oh, I don't want to let go of that. Oh, put pack it for later you know yeah maybe it is better to start with what's important maybe maybe the first question should be well let's do that let's start at what's important Mm. head back to what we're going to let go of Mm. and see where we end up all right split into two categories business and art Mm -hmm. what are must do's as in non-negotiables going forward for Laura Horn Art okay. in 2019. So on the business side of things, last year I got super excited about many different ideas mm-hmm. and we chatted about them on the podcast and they're, you know, from uh, running workshops, retreats, possibly doing some coaching, uh Filming a big, juicy six-week course, mixed media minis, continuing our podcast. All, yeah, it was just one thing after the other. And then this month. <laughs> <laughs> when reality hit. Well, I started to 
I've never used a planner before. Like I've never really blocked out time and figured out where things fit. And when I started doing that, I realized that I just didn't actually have the space in the planner for all the things that we had been talking about. Like it just wasn't possible. There's literally not <laughs> enough days in the week. You know, people have been contacting me about things and I've been saying, ah, well, schedule's full for the whole year. <laughs> <laughs> Good place to be. Uh, so I had to really think about what it is that that I want to do in this, I guess, art space. Like what's important and what came to me with this, with clarity actually, is that I really feel like we have an opportunity, you and me, to combine our talents. And that's quite unique because you have a photography, videography background, and I have an art and kind of a a little bit of a coaching background. Mm -hmm. And the best kind of mashup of all of that is in our online classes. And I also really enjoy learning about online stuff. So I find podcasts and uh, YouTube videos about how to run an online business rather than like a bricks and mortar business or an in-person kind of travel the world business. I'm really yeah fascinated by the online world. And I feel like that's also a way that we get to touch many people's lives and we can do it in a way that is affordable and accessible. So it became clear to me that creating online art content is my number one. I really, really love other aspects and I still want to do little bits of them, but I really want my focus to be on creating awesome online content. Yeah, I think the more we do, the better we get. It's exciting for us. It's challenging. There's so much to learn. And yeah, that's what I want this business to be about. So that's my big sort of juicy yes on the business side of things. And we chatted about our work schedule. And I'm always fascinated by people's work schedules and routines and, and, you know, how people actually organize their day to day. I find that a really interesting subject. There's actually a website called Extraordinary Routines, right? And it's, it's fabulous. I'll link it. And it is a website that interviews all sorts of creatives about their daily life and how, in fact, I was only just reading it just then before we came on to record this and, you know, it chats about what they do, you know, how they set up each day, what they do in the mornings, the evenings, the weekends, what, and what are some of their, their challenges and they interview all sorts of interesting artists on there. So that's a good one to check out. Anyway, I'm getting sidetracked, aren't I? Yes, you are. (laughs) Right, we were talking about the online focus and we chatted about this year having one week where we focus on filming content and then the other week where you are editing the content and that is more of my studio practice. So we're sort of testing out that idea of kind of a one week on, one week off in order to be able to deliver regular content and that's going to look like something around about every six weeks as far as a tutorial and also some other free, free resources and, yeah. and more kind of um, social media content and things like that too. So and more in-depth blogging. and Yeah, so we're really focusing in on the content and the, the art education side of things this year. If we're delivering every six weeks... Four of those weeks, we can do nothing but concentrate 
on the video that we're releasing. So if you had any other engagements, they could mess us up. I mean, it's not to say we don't do... Well, if you were uh, to head off to Bali for a week, yes, we're not filming that month. Yes, I understand. So Richie has asked me for a commitment around this, didn't you? Yeah. You, you, you tried to get a, a full five-day week off me every second week, but... That's all I asked. <laughs> I still wouldn't give you that. No, still can't get it. <laughs> so we're in and around the three, four days per week filming. That's on the business side. Yeah. On the art side, what do I really want for my art practice this year? And what what do I really want for my art practice? You were resigned to four days of uninterrupted art a month where you didn't have to have a camera in there. You didn't have to, you know, where you could go in and put your music on. There was no social media pressure, just pure studio time. Because you're still getting to do your art, Mm. but you wanted that, I said a week. Yes. You know, but you were like, yeah, well, that probably means four days. Yeah, well, the reality is with the business, there is a lot of work that goes into the managing of the online community, the comments, the emails, the all that sort of stuff, the accounting, uh, marketing. There's a ton of that. <laughs> it's 80% of yeah, the business. Yeah, there's a ton of, tons of it. So we can't just be filming and painting and editing because there's all this other work that goes on around that so for me it's probably is to be getting into my studios on that studio week when you're editing and I get some free time and working at least two days in my studio so two days of painting I really want to focus on building more bodies of work and having a more intentional approach, which is similar to what I taught in my latest online class. So that class, I really shared my own personal practice of how I'm approaching my abstract work at the moment. And I want to continue along that path. So really um, thinking about what colors I'm using, preparing my work and um, yeah, just bringing more of what's inspiring me into my pieces and working on studies and smaller work that then inspires bigger pieces. So I really want to focus more on big canvases, which is fabulous because I put out an Instagram post asking about what my community would like to see in the next online class and pretty sure the winner was painting a big canvas. So that seems like it's going to flow nicely. And that's actually the other thing that I'm really working on this year is synergy across the things that I do. So my personal practice leads into what I teach. So it's all sort of working in harmony. So I will be this week getting into the studio back onto my big pieces, which will then inform the next tutorial that we shoot. So I'll I'll still be approaching it in a very personal way. I won't be worrying about recording or social media or anything like that. It will be very much my personal playground, but it's also practice in a way, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It's preparing me for my next online class. And it might just remind you why you do it in the first place. Yeah, that's right. Because like I love working on small pieces and that's what I teach primarily because I think it's great because more people can access that. Um, Not everyone has the capability to paint a big canvas. They may not have the space or they may not have the budget for the supplies. So I, I love doing small pieces, but I've said it before like truly the most happiest moment for me so if I'm thinking about following my joy which I think when you're answering this question around what's your big 
yes, like what's your must have, it has to be connected to what brings you the most joy. Like that's really where the answer lies. We haven't done all of this hard work to end up doing something we don't (laughs) like. Like the whole idea of this business. So when I think about what brings me the most joy, it's definitely that moment where I lose myself in a painting. And that usually happens on my big canvases. And it's not, it doesn't happen all the time, but it's special. So I want to tap into that. And I get a lot of joy from the online classes. Yeah. So they're the things that bring me happiness and I want to do more of. Now this week is one of those weeks where mm. you're free to paint. Yes. If we haven't let go of stuff that we're not going to concentrate on, you wouldn't have a free week to paint. You could mm. easily fill that week up with stuff that you don't need to do. Yes. So that leads us into letting go completely, not shelving, mm. getting rid what? of. What have you decided to get rid of in business? Well, one of the things, and we didn't even put it on the plan um, for January, so we'd already decided this, was that we won't be um, participating in any art markets this year. Now, we love art markets. They're great. And it was a hard decision, but they gave us a wonderful start. I truly believe that if you didn't do your first art market, we wouldn't be sitting here at this table right now. Absolutely not. So I think it's a fantastic avenue to explore. Um, But given that we have got so much on our plate, it's just one of the things that I felt had served its purpose in my art journey at this time. So, So I'm happy to put that off the table, doing art markets. Another thing that I toyed around with was doing coaching. And I got quite excited about this because I do have a bit of a background in life coaching and business coaching, but I felt myself getting sidetracked by it. And I felt like it was pulling me away from my main kind of purpose. And I also felt that one-on-one coaching, while fantastic, I can only reach one person at a time. And I love the community aspect of being able to do things in the online class format or maybe in a smaller group format. So I've decided to put one-on-one coaching just completely off the table for this year. And I did mention it, so, you know, I did talk about it on the podcast. So this is one of those things where things change. And when I looked at my time and all the other things, that was one of the things that I felt was we could uh, (laughs) eliminate. Sounds a bit harsh. Yeah. <laughs> Vote off the island. <laughs> yeah. Both of those things, they require a lot of time and they're both weekly. Well, the markets aren't, but coaching is definitely mm. a, a weekly thing. So if you've like got three people that you're coaching, that's what, six hours a week? It's yeah. a full working day. We, I mean, we truly did start to explore it, didn't we? Yeah, you we were did. even looking into mm-hmm. equipment as to how we could do it via things like Skype and that type yeah. of stuff. We weren't going to use Skype, but we started, you know, figuring out a business plan even around it. And then we just realized that maybe we were, it was almost like we were starting another business. It was too time consuming. It was yeah. getting too big and we just had to be realistic. I mean, it's just you and me in this business at this point. So it was something that we... And I felt once I let it go, I felt really relieved. uh, relieved. Yeah. Yeah, I just... It wasn't quite right. What in the art side of things do you think you could let go? Uh, What could I let go of? This is a harder question for me. (laughs) I like to have my um, fingers in quite a few pies. I can't see why you'd want to let anything go. Yeah. Um, Like, I guess you're moving on to bigger pieces, so maybe you're letting go of doing smaller pieces, but it's not like you're letting it go completely. No, because I still like to do small pieces as studies and preparation for doing bigger pieces. I still like to work across the different mediums 
What am I letting go of in my art practice? Well, I guess by letting go of stuff on the business side, it's giving you more room so you don't have to let anything go on the art side. I guess that's the reason for letting go. That is true, but I'm not getting into the studio as much as I was 12 months ago. And I think I've actually let go of that. I've actually realised that for me to run the business that I want to run, which involves connecting with people and teaching, I'm not going to have as prolific a paint practice as an artist that is focused solely on um, painting and exhibiting. And So this is where we're getting into that grey area. Yeah. We're now leaving letting go to putting things on the shelf, parking them for later. Yeah, I I guess what I'm I'm letting go of is I'm letting go of the pressure to paint every day. Okay, so that's something I'm completely letting go of. And it feels great, I have to be honest, because while I loved painting every day when I was doing it as a hobby, when I started juggling the business, I always felt stressed out that I wasn't painting enough. And it started to be onerous, you know, like stressful. Yeah, like I start stressing. I'm like, I should be in the studio. I should. I didn't paint. I didn't paint yesterday. I, I started getting stressed out about it. And now that I've planned everything, like I've got the planner and I realised how much work there is, I've actually seen that there isn't actually that space. So I was putting all this pressure on myself and yet there there isn't enough time to paint every single day when I'm running this type of business. And so I've let go of that and I'm actually, I'm happy to have some weeks when I don't paint. And do you know what the, the, the cool thing about not painting sometimes <laughs> is when I paint, I wear really, generally wear really daggy paint clothes. <laughs> so this is like a little, little perk. And so now because I have... Pretty much every second week is a less painty week. It's like, oh, I could, I could get dressed up nicely today. I don't mm. have to worry about ruining another dress or, you know, so I've been enjoying that very yeah. <laughs> funny little perk of um, not being in my daggy paint clothes every single day of my life. That's what you're hanging on to. Yeah. And that's what you're letting go of. There is something that I let go of. And it was a little while ago now. Um, But when I first started painting, I used to paint quite a lot of whimsical work. And I used to paint characters and fairies and, you know... Bunny rabbits. Bunny rabbits and animals and things like that. And and that was my introduction to art journaling. You know, I'd seen uh, many books and classes and things in that whimsical area. And I learned from that. But it wasn't really what I wanted to be creating. There was always a part of me that really had a deep desire to paint abstract art. Um, that's always been my, I don't know, it's just, it's the art that I love. And, you know, I'm not actually that drawn to realistic or whimsical styles of art. It's probably the most pivotal moment in mm. your art career. Yeah. Is that when you decide to let go of something, it's when you tr- when you start to truly become your own artist. Yeah, it was it was a big moment actually. I just realized that I love seeing this art, but it's not the art that I want to create. I'm inspired by it. It's it's beautiful. I really want to go in a different direction. And so I I really, in a short space of time, just let all of that go. You know, I packed away all that sort of stuff and, and created a, a new open space for me to explore abstract art in. Uh, so that was a big one. And, and letting just, go is very, very yeah, important. Yeah, I just let, let it go. And, you know, sometimes you've bought things or, you know, you might have books and classes and you feel like you've invested all this money in something. 
or you've got all the materials for something and it stops you from letting go even though your heart is not in it. But I think if you're not into something anymore, see if there's ways that you can let that go. Like it could be putting art supplies up on Gumtree and selling them. Uh, It could be books and things, giving them away. Even think about a local school that might benefit from some stuff that you don't need anymore. You might have tried a technique and it just wasn't for you. So for me, it was giving up that sort of realism and and whimsical art for me was a big one. So some things you can let go of, Mm -hmm. and it's very important to let go of them. But in business, for sure, there's some things you kind of have to hang on to and prioritize. So not as important as the must-haves, but also important enough not to let go of. Yeah. And it's funny because I have a Trello board As you know, I love to mention Trello. So Trello is the online (laughs) management tool that I use for my planning. It works with these lists right off to the side so you don't even see it on the screen. I have a list which is where I have ideas to explore. And when I think of something and I don't want to be distracted by it, I put it in that bucket on the side so I don't forget about it, but it's parked. And that's where I put all sorts of things. Quite often I add things or if I read an article, like I'll read something and it might have a little tweak that I could do to my website or something like that. And I'll be like, oh, that'd be really cool. And then I have to check in with myself and go, do I need to spend three hours on that tutorial right now to make that little change to my website? Probably not. And then I'll just put it in my ideas to explore one day um little bucket what about stuff that you're already doing that you want to park up for a bit there are some things that I guess I would like to lessen the focus on a little bit and to make space for the other things that I want to um probably one of the things that I I want to park in a way is doing a lot of in-person retreats and workshops and the reason for that is because I want to do some but I don't feel like I have the capacity or the energy to bring to many if I decided to do them regularly. I don't know if I'd bring my best self. Do you know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. So I feel like if I was to do one or two a year, that would be really exciting and I could bring so much enthusiasm to that space and be very excited about it, which is how I feel about the upcoming retreat that we are holding in Bali. But we had thought about doing quite a lot of retreats. Jeez, I think we, I think we even looked at three or yeah, four. Yeah, and I, we had thought about running, you know, quite a substantial, like the retreat side of things being quite a substantial part of the business. And for us to be traveling and doing retreats maybe every couple of months. But then you really have to think about how that impacts on other aspects of your life of your life and not even just the business but also it we really started to think about our family and and how that would affect the kids um, particularly if it, if I was going to go in some cases on my own and I might be away for a couple of weeks teaching on a retreat and then it sounded amazing but then when we started to really drill into it we we sort of saw a few challenges for us didn't we yeah uh so what we decided 
was that we would love to run something, I think once a year, like this year will be Bali. Um, we talked about on the podcast getting over to Ireland, which yeah, we super duper want do to that. do. Um, so that's still still happening. I don't know if that will happen this year. As we said, we've changed mm. so much, you know, and we really are going to concentrate hard on the online mm. content. Yes. And in order to do that, that's all we can do. Yeah, so Ireland might more realistically be 2020 we could go on we could go to ireland this year but it would only be as a holiday yes and to me that would be a wasted opportunity yeah because our schedule has got so tight uh we may not have the it may be better for us to wait until 2020 so we can go for a bit longer and do a bit more yeah interview people yeah film and yeah yeah i can't wait for it yeah so i think that's where i'm thinking like even ireland we're sort of parking that a bit so yeah so ireland is definitely not going away it's part of our big 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 dream for our business um but we are parking it at the moment uh, yeah. So just to summarize, I thought I'd go through the three questions that um, we've been answering on this podcast. And this is an opportunity for you to really, I guess, clear your mindset and find some space for the things that you really want to bring into your life this year. So it's a really good exercise to do when you're partway through the year, because when you're planning, you just don't know how things are going to feel And you're not sure how long things are going to take. And we need to adjust and adapt all the time. So the questions are, first of all, start with what's the most important to you. What must you have in this year? Or what do you really want? And you can think of it as a must-have or a non-negotiable or something that you just want to say a big juicy fat yes to. Get that really clear in your mind so that it can inform your day-to-day decision-making and the way that you lead your life. That is at the heart of your business or your art practice. So once you've decided what you're going to say yes to, it'll probably become apparent what are some of the things that are getting in the way? What's the excess baggage? Uh, And they're the things that you can let go of. See if there's something that doesn't really excite you, um, you're not feeling that motivated about, it isn't going to bring um, joy and happiness into your life necessarily. See if there's something you can just let go and feel the liberation of doing so. And then finally, there are always things that we want to do, but maybe the timing's not quite right or they're not the highest of priorities, but they're still important to you. And they're the things to park. And what you want to do is just park them in a way that it gives you some freedom. So you're not worrying about them too much so that you can focus on your big fat yes and you've got them in a safe little bucket somewhere <laughs> so that when you are feeling like you want to tap back into that um, source of inspiration you can and it's a really good idea to have somewhere that you store those ideas so whether that be a notebook or some kind of online space that you use put them on a list or something these are ideas that I love but I'm, I'm gonna just leave them be for a little bit while I focus on other things so don't forget to let go of what you can park what you need and do what you love. 
that's a wrap on this week's podcast. Thank you for tuning in. If you would like to find out more about my art business and access any of the free resources that are available, you can go to laurahornart.com. You can also follow along with me on Facebook, Instagram and Pinterest. And if you have enjoyed this podcast, we absolutely love reading reviews or seeing when you share the podcast over on Instagram stories. It's a fabulous way for us to connect with new listeners and we really appreciate it. So again, thank you for listening and see you next week.